And the, that Lakers game was all right, too, by the way. I ain't gonna lie. They, yeah, they, they, they cut it out on my streaming, man. I was pretty heated. I really wanted to watch that. Man, stop being cheap and get NBA League past your bum. Nah, that's, that's, just, that's too much. Hey, listen, it come in handy, I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I think I'm I'm good with the NFL Network right now, you know? That they come in pretty handy, especially on Sundays and Thursdays. Yeah, but you're running out of Sundays, brother, so. Yeah, 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 I am. But I'm keeping the college football up, too, you know? So, so hey, that's, hey, big week this week. Yeah, 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 big week, you know, Alabama, Auburn, you know, that's the biggest rivalry right now going on in college football. Oh, he did. Yeah, I did. It's better than Florida and Florida State. That's the know? money game. <laughs> For you. Well, yeah. Garbage time. Basically. <laughs> the bourbon bowl, that's what they're playing in. <laughs> Mud dogs. Um, yeah, man, but it's, it's good to have you on the studio as usual. You know, Crossing, you about to go on leave pretty soon, going to going to Memphis. I hope you – M-Town. You know, I hope you got your, your vest on because I know it would be a little rough in Memphis, don't <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing I ain't used to. Hey, I, I hear that. Mr. Bulletproof in the building. Willie Beeman. <laughs> hey, so – I wanna, I wanna, I don't know if I wanna do a PSA real quick, but I wanna talk about the past two, two days. You know that we didn't went through the, the, the training and everything. Um, the Navy retirement is trash. You gotta do twenty <laughs> years to get what fifteen hundred dollars? Fifteen hundred dollars? Anything? You do five years in the league, NFL pension. Yeah. I mean, I don't see what the dis, the disconnect is crazy to me because you know we we put ourselves on the line. We go out seven months at a time or whatever you know you never know if you're gonna make it back and and you can't do five years and get pension or free health care for, for, for life Mm-mm. at least free health care that's what i'm saying like but you know we live in a society where we put more emphasis on sports and entertainment, entertainment yeah man, where they overlook you know the backbone of what a, a nation should be and that's the, the military yeah. they i guess they think Free schooling is uh, something, you know, free schooling for what, 36 months is something to basically uh, get your mind off of what they actually give you, which is nothing. But, you know, that how long can that free schooling go? You know, some people degrees longer than uh, 36 months. Exactly. Some people degrees probably like six years if you want to be a doctor and actually put your work in for it. But All the way up to like 10, for real. Yeah, so. But that's that's the game, ain't it, though? Because they running game. Yeah, basically. It's all a game. It is. So I just want to get that off my off my chest. Yeah. You know, unless y'all got anything else to say about that, feel a little way about that one. I was like, I don't believe it is. This, yeah. You know, shout out to Brother Glove, by the way. <laughs> you know, shout out that 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 act. I almost gave him an Emmy today. He was acting so. Uh, it was that bad. Oh, it was it was <laughs> terrible. You should have seen him, Mr. Potato Head. Mr. Potato Potato. Hey boy, he was so trash today. Right. Oh boy, it was it was rough. I yeah. was in there like, man, come on. I don't think I, I don't think I could have made it. With, he even spoke with the beard situation. He said, "How can I stand up here with a beard and talk to y'all?" Did y'all say something? Nope. Uh, I didn't even look at him. You know, I had that, my head that, down. That wasn't the place. That wasn't the place. But it's okay, you know. Wow. So I, I supposed to suffer because I really can't use razors at all. Like me neither. It's a senior chief right now on, the, on board. Oh, that, that's my homie. Yes, that's my homie. Who? Oh, yeah, yeah, Ingram. Yeah, that's yeah. my that's my homie. Yeah, he went full fledged, no shade ever. More rank, yeah. Than Chief <laughs> Glover. Yeah, but I guess seeing Chief ain't successful, but it's okay. Nah, nah, I guess he ain't. You know, I, I guess if he's standing in front of the room, his his words don't mean anything yeah. because of his beard. But it's okay. Yeah, I guess Chief Glover got a a better career pushing papers than a person who working in IT. 
I don't understand what he got against <laughs> beards because somebody said so. I'm like, yo, you talking to the beard police right there? Yeah, because you know, like he'll definitely yeah. chase you down in his car. Oh yeah, run you over, run you over, <laughs> shave your face and drive off like nothing happened. Yeah, crazy, like trash. <laughs> so this is KSDS HD two student delivered sound microwavable culture. We cooking on a Tuesday. The pot is heating up, oven's on, and we gonna get right into it. So fellas, first topic. Does friends and business mix? You know, can you really build something strong with the team you surround yourself with without feelings getting involved, without people saying, you know, I ain't eating? Can everybody eat in a circle and still have a friendship at the end of the day when it's all said and done? Let me know what y'all think. I mean, I, f- I feel like it happen. If you and your friends all come together on that one goal and everybody know where the finish line is, and nobody's greedy, it can it can absolutely happen. Everybody can eat because I'm pretty sure the plan is for everyone to eat, not just one person out of the group to eat and try to make a way for everybody else. Like that's that's not a plan for you and your friends. If you're in a situation like that, you bound to have somebody that's gonna get jealous. You're gonna fail. Yeah. The and they crew. they're not gonna support you. And then they're gonna try to find ways to to knock you down. To come from behind the you know your shadow they're trying to you know oversee you so like i say most of the time if say like us if we come together on a plan and we know what we got to do and what it is that we trying to accomplish for all three of us to eat we're gonna make sure this happens and we so close right now at the bottom of the ladder that when we get to the top we still gonna be the same you know relationships we have yeah. Because we understood where we was before we started. So I feel like it can work. But, you know, everybody ain't built like us. Yeah. No, you're right. I, f- I feel like you're you going to have some friends that get in there and just be straight lackadaisical. You know, they're going to get in there and feel comfortable at at a low level. True. Instead of pushing themselves and pushing, pushing where you see yourself or where you see the crew can be. So, once again, let's come back to last week when I said you have to bring – your partner, well, I said significant other at that point because we were talking about relationship-wise, but you have to bring your partners to whatever level you are because it just depends. One, can you trust that person? Two, mm-hmm. how long have you been partners with this person? Because it's some snakes. It's some snakes that you've probably been friends with for 20-plus years. That might sit in your face every day and sit, talk to you. Sit in your face, talk to you, probably try to snake your business from you. Mm-hmm. Probably be the one that uh, shoot you down on your dreams. I mean, you can't be no trucker, man. You don't, you don't know nothing about that. Mm-hmm. But then you you went and got your license. Oh snap! Let me let me go. Let me jump on your team now. Thank God working over. <laughs> but it's 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 about your crew. You you need to find out your crew deeper than than you think you already know. Because like me and Hall situations, he'd say it every week almost. You know, I, I, I right now. <laughs> See why I ain't like me for everybody out there. You know, <laughs> not not even that, just the whole microwave culture thing. You know, I I I, I was I was fifty fifty on board. Man, he was twenty eighty. Yeah, but right now I'm his biggest supporter. Right now, he don't even be doing shows. I hit him up at nine twenty. Hey, you doing the show? Nah, nah. Well, well, thanks, man. Thanks for telling me. But you know, it's it's about your supporting cast as well. You you need that supporting cast. You need that that backbone True. for any business. True. Also, you know, I feel like 
when you're going into a business with a, a group of friends, every friend has to have a specific job mm. starting out. Because mm. I, I know some people, even like back home, when people start like small stuff, like it might start like a little t-shirt business or mm-hmm. a little car wash, nobody is giving a specific job. They mm-hmm. just let you know what I we got to do this, we got to do that, and third, go do it. Yeah. No, it don't work like that because eventually somebody gonna feel like they not as important. Yeah. And you just put out all all of your ideas on the table, so they're gonna take all that information they just gathered from you and run with it. And once again, here they go trying to reach the finish line before you do. Yeah. So I feel like as everybody get their specific role and everybody know how to play their role, is educated on their role. Oh, then y'all got a good day. Yeah, and then y'all build like the Celtics. <laughs> and then once it come into fruition, you know you can start training each other on different exactly. parts. But then it still come to the point of can you still trust your partner? Because what if that one partner just don't like his cut? What if that one partner don't like his job that he's doing? But I feel like it, the deeper you get, you you will eventually find out who isn't happy. You can tell yeah. by the way they move, they vibe. Yeah. yeah, you can. They don't talk to you the same. Mm-hmm. You know. When y'all used to see each other, they used to hug you, but now they dap you up. <laughs> dap you with the left, huh? You ain't a brother love no more. <laughs> Not the left hand. <laughs> dap you with the left hand. You know, it's, it's, it's things like that. Because I, I know for a fact, when somebody change up on me, I see it instantly. Yeah. I I, I notice your, your shoulder shrugs. The way you, you know, when I'm talking to you, you start rubbing your face and turning turning your head. I notice all that. Yeah. So... You know, a lot of times you can see with somebody ain't with the plan or deciding to go up on their own journey and not tell nobody. Mm-hmm. You know, most of the time you can you can see that. Yeah. But yeah, I I, I totally agree. Cause some people got hidden agendas. True. You know, yeah. cause somebody could be you know skimming off the top or yeah. they got their own idea. Like, all right, cool, I'm gonna go ahead and play the role for a little bit. Bobby Brown. After that, man, I'm gonna go <laughs> ahead and do my own thing and say forget them. Yeah. So at what point? Like you said, you got to dig in deeper. So at what point do you really know your circle of people, though? Because, you know what I mean? I feel like I know you, you, and Kennedy very well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we we got the same idea. We got the same mindset. You know, we're working towards a goal. You know, that's when we all get together. It's all love. I feel like you're going to have to test them. You're going to have to put them in a situation where they get jammed up, basically, mm-hmm. and see how they react from that okay we not 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 like not that <laughs> but i'm just saying like put them in a situation where you know put collard greens in the back of their trunk huh <laughs> <laughs> nah nah not nothing like that but you know just just in a situation that you know hey you know you my boy and everything but let me see how you act in the situation so i i feel like when the money when the paychecks start rolling in and like you say some people getting paid more than others yeah i feel like that's when you I, th- I think you need it before that I mean, you you do you want to see it before yeah. that, but most of the time, that's when you know that tension starts yeah. to build. Cause what what if you in the meeting and you got somebody basically like ain't bringing nothing to the table, you know what I'm saying? Like you in the meeting, everybody bouncing off ideas, everybody bouncing off ideas, but you got that one person in the in the corner that just ain't saying nothing. Leech. That that's just there basically. True. I mean, but I'm that's your sure. boy that's been there for since day one. Exactly, and that's how it always be. Yeah. You gonna have that boy where you feel like that loyalty still stands. Yeah. So even though he ain't bringing nothing to the table, you still loyal to him. You loyal to. Do him. you give him a bigger role in 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 the business, or do you? I mean, he ain't saying nothing. For, you for know? example, I I use my brother. Okay. The, the one you know that's incarcerated, because I ain't gonna lie, he 
he'll shoot some ideas off your head that don't make no sense. Yeah. But he's going to come to the table with the most ideas. But let's just say he sits in the corner, don't say nothing. I'm not going to just, nah, bro, you know, you don't need to be here. You you, don't, you know, you ain't going to eat with me. Yeah. I'm not going to do that because from Pampers, that loyalty was instilled into the both of us by our fathers. You know, y'all look out for each other. So no matter what goes on, if I eat, he going to eat. Now, to say how much he eat, nah, he, he not going to, yeah. he ain't going to get full off of me. Yeah. But he ain't going to starve neither. You know, so. So what kind of role do you give him, though? A sit back and watch me move role. He, so can't, you, he can't do nothing. You know, if anything, he can be my my assistant. He can watch me. I can show him how the tricks of the game. Yeah. But if you're not bringing no ideas to the table, I can't give you no role because I'm cheating everybody else. Yeah. So, like I said, if anything, you can be my little assistant. And the only reason you get that is off of love, off of strength, that you carry my last name. Yeah. You know, as far as cousins, I wouldn't be getting no cousin that, but just because you my brother and I'm going to make sure you good at the end of the day. If, if I was to leave this world today, I want my sisters and brothers to be good. So just all the strength of that, I feel like I, I got to carry him. You know, yeah. I, I do. But you know, it's crazy. Like when you saying stuff like that, it, I thought of two situations. So one, I mean, I'm not forcing drugs on nobody, but I just thought about uh, the Frank Lucas situation, how he just had his whole family His whole eating. family. I love that movie. But that that's just crazy. Or two, when you're in a celebrity status where you're, you know, you have your family in the business, kind of, but, you know, your brother will probably be like your bodyguard or something like that. What what kind of what kind of business is that when your brother's just your bodyguard instead of some, he kind of like not trying to manage you, but you know what I'm saying? Like he setting up stuff for you. I mean... At the end of the day, it goes back. I I, I heard a song the other day, and um, God, it was he said something like, you know, he didn't put guns and drugs in his homeboy's hand. Yeah, he gave him jobs. So at the end of the day, whether you're a bodyguard or you my right hand man, you you got a job. Mm-hmm. I ain't put you in the streets. I ain't front you no way. Yeah, I took you off the streets. You never know that bodyguard might be making six figures. Oh yeah, Could. so I mean. Sometimes I look at it like that. Cause you pay me enough, I know I can't knock the no bit out. But I tell you what, I got a stun gun somewhere from the six figures. Taser, huh? OC, OC, something. So I mean, I don't know. You brought some good points though. Because and then to interject on what y'all was saying, honestly, I'd rather eat with close personal friends as opposed to family. Cause what family doing? Skimming off the top, throwing a knife in your back. It just depends like, on your family though. It depends, but. I feel like somewhere in the family, there's some type of disconnect somewhere. I, I feel like, and when it comes to family, that disconnect be from when you have too 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 much family, you know, involved in your business. Yeah, it's okay to have, you know, that cousin who's like your brother. You know, you may be the only child, so like some people, they look at a cousin as a brother. Yeah, that cousin, or if you got siblings like myself, I have my brother. Cause I know my little brother, he wild. He gonna blow my money, <laughs> so of course he gonna he gonna play that bodyguard role. <laughs> but you know, as far as having them in the meetings, I'm bouncing off, you know, ideas off my other friends while they in the room. You know, would you have them in the room? Yeah, I would. I trust my brother enough, and the only reason I trust him is because I know where his knowledge is at. Yeah, he can't run with what I'm saying. Mm. You know, he. 
he's into a, a totally different field, you know. His interest is different. So, yeah, I wouldn't have no problem. Now, if you got a homeboy who you know, both of y'all, you know, this is something y'all been talking about since y'all were kids. Yeah. And you kind of iffy about him. Now, he that's the one you don't really want in the room because you know he want to be the face of the company. Yeah. And if he can't be the face, you think to yourself, he going to leave. He going to start his own company. That's going to be your competition. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, you, you don't want them in the room. Yeah. But like my brother, like I say, his interest is different. And at the end of the day, my brother know if he fell, I'm his crutch. Yeah. And like I say, he ain't going to get full, but he ain't going to start. So that's how I look at it. And this is KSDS, HD2, Student Delivery Sound, Microwave Culture, Darren, T.Y., Willie Beeman. We doing what we do best on the Tuesday. You brought up a good question. Good point, though. Crossing so. With that being said, if you in the room bouncing ideas, shouldn't everybody get the idea that you're trying to bounce off? Everybody not going to catch it. Well, they not. But a little, little competition ain't never hurt nobody. If you feel like the what I gave you, you go ahead and run, wouldn't it be better than me to go ahead and do it? I, I dare you. If you feel that way. Uh, you're right. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a good point. But at the same time, like you said, look, competition ain't never hurt nobody, but I ain't finna let my own work kill me neither. Nah, nah, nah. Well, so do you, I don't know, do you kind of not throw every idea out there, kind of keep some stuff to yourself? Yeah. In um, a meeting, yeah, I would. Hey, I, I'm not finna tell you everything that's going on in my right hand because, you know, I got to feed my left hand too. And it's crazy you say that, you know, not to go back to the Navy. When I first got to the boat, yeah. Lee, first thing Lee told me when I got to the boat, you, you don't teach them everything. Nope. That's the first thing he told me. You don't teach them everything. Now, I I didn't understand. You know, I was new airman, but as I, you know, come up in the Navy life in the ranks, I understand what he was saying. Mm-hmm. And, no, like, you know, going back to your question, no, I'm not going to teach them everything. So when that competition do come, you still going to have some catching up to do. Right. You know, like, like I said before, the little tur- tortoise mm-hmm. and the rabbit, that was fiction. Yeah, man, that that really got me thinking what Lee just said for real. Yeah, because because once you that. think about it, like not to get the Navy involved and all that stuff, but you basically want to show your progression, even though you can catch it the first time off. Mm-hmm. You know, just sit back. Mm-hmm. You know, show them show them little small stuff. And then you always want to be five steps ahead. So when they catch yeah. up to that move, okay, I'm over here. Yeah, you catch up to there, I'm here. Yeah, and you can never catch me up. And basically, that's that's how I think about it. Now, now that he said it like that, it, it goes back to like evals and stuff. You know, it, it do. Why you so, think I was the only one who knew how busting ninety with the twenty two? Yeah, I never showed nobody mm. at all, and I did it on purpose. I I don't even take the time. I feel like that's something I mastered. Yeah, that's something I took my time to find out my you know. My turning points of that that whole aircraft, how much space I can use. So if you're not gonna take your time to do what I did, because nobody taught me how to do that. Yeah, I went out there myself. So I put in all that work, and you expect for me to just give it to you? Nah. Uh. Uh-uh. I'm gonna get something. <laughs> and I I can't get your eval. I can't get your rank. So I'd rather not even share, share it at all. Nah. You know, I wouldn't. So, yeah, he told me that when I first joined. That, that's that's something to really keep in your pocket right yeah, there. <laughs> he told me that. But, yeah, you, you don't want to ever feed, uh, your, feed your left hand, you know, when you eat eating at your right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Stuff like that. Simple stuff like that is what can take you a long way in life. A long way. Just just think. Just look at Bill Gates. And, you know, just, 
Just think if he told everybody every single step he took to success. Yeah. Look how many millionaires. Look how many different computers we would have out here. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure we'll be farther than what we are now when it comes <laughs> to technology. Yeah. Yeah. But why do that when you can keep making millions and millions? You can keep he can he can make a millionaire here and there, but no, why why force your own competition? That's basically what you're doing. If I tell you everything, now you just force me to work even harder. You bring up a good point though. So you think that's why people don't give people the game because for what you said right there. Yeah, that's, I don't want you why. stepping on my feet. So I'm not gonna give you the game. I'm gonna let you figure it out on your own because that's how I learned. Yeah, and that's yeah. why they give you running around quote unquote connects. Yeah. Why keep giving me connects when you are the connect? Yeah. You're the plug. Right. But you know how upset we get when it's like, yo, all I'm looking for is conversation. I'm not looking for no handout. Exactly. But if I can't get conversation from you, then what's up? Because yeah. you're not helping my development, my growth. So, you know, anything we get, we we basically start from the bottom. We exactly. built it. We got it. We went out there, asked the questions, laid the groundwork, and here we are. Have right. y'all seen this show on Netflix? It's about, like, basically how McDonald's got started. Uh, I I, ain't seen I watched it. half of it. It's really good, and yeah. it's it show you basically what you're saying. Like the dude, like two brothers out of San Bernardino, basically uh, mm-hmm. founded McDonald's. They had a quick way to basically serve the food for a cheap price, and basically turn profit just like that. But this one guy, he found out about it. They told him everything, everything from how to how to make the burgers, how to turn the profit, how to how to quick assembly and everything. He took it and ran with it. Wasn't no patent on it. Took mm. it and ran with it. So basically, like they cut him out the business, and he incorporated McDonald's and basically stole it. Mm. Look at Facebook. Did too. Yeah. A lot of ideas come off of Facebook. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a couple, a couple of them homeboys didn't even get paid. Yeah. And they, they helped start it up. You yeah. know. Uh-huh. It be stuff like that. That's why you. Stuff like that. You gotta know who your circle is. Yeah, you do. I, one thing I want to bring up though. So real recognize real. So you can bring a phony person up in here right now. We'll recognize if you're real or not. Exactly. So you already know that's not a person I could break bread with or have conversations with because I already know. Mm-hmm. So it shouldn't even get to, man. You know, it's some some off about him. As soon as he come in the room, I already know. Like, nah, nah, nah. I'm I'm good. He, yeah, I'm, yeah. Some people you gotta feed with a long handle silver spoon. You know what I'm saying? Some, or, yeah. Or a wooden spoon, you know, depending I, on. Yeah. Well, you about to be in the kitchen tomorrow, really, with the wooden spoon, so. No, no. Oh, no. oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> so we're going to take a quick, 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 quick music break, because we only got an hour, and we're giving y'all game for free. We we should be paying y'all. Well, y'all should be paying us, or vice versa. You know, whatever it is. If you didn't know anything or learn anything from, you know, this first topic, monopolize your game sometimes. Don't give them all. Starve them a little bit. See if they're really on your team, you know. And play it like that. So, with that being said, we started from the bottom. So, the Drake, KSDS, HD2, Student Deliver Sound, Microwave Culture. Start it. Donnie on the track. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team here. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. Started from the bottom, now we here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team in. Started from the bottom, now we here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team. 
like traffic on the way home And my uncle calling me like, where you at? I gave you the keys, so you bring it right back I just, I just think it's funny how it goes Now I'm on the road, half a million for a show And we started from the bottom, now we're here Started from the bottom, now my whole team here Started from the bottom, now we're here Started from the bottom, now the whole team here Start, Started from the bottom, now we're here Started from the bottom, now the whole team here Started from the bottom, now we're here Started from the bottom, now the whole team here Boys, boys tell stories about the man Say I never struggled, wasn't hungry, yeah, I doubt it I can turn your boy into the man There ain't really much out here that's popping off without us We just want the credit where it's due I'ma worry about me, give a fuck about you just as, just as a reminder to myself I wear every single chain, even when I'm in the house Cause we started from the bottom, now we're here Started from the bottom, now my whole team here. Started from the bottom, now we here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. No new, no new, we don't feel that. A fake friend, where your real friends at? We don't like to do too much explaining. Story stay the same, I never changed it. No new, we don't feel that. A fake friend, where your real friends at? We don't like to do too much explaining. Stories stay the same through the money and the fame. Cause we started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team here. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. Start, started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team here. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. That was started from the bottom by Drake. Hopefully you guys appreciated that one because, you know, everybody started from the bottom somewhere in their life. We're all trying to get to the mountaintop. KSDS HD2, student delivered sound. We cooking on a Tuesday night. For those who rocking with us, appreciate it. For those who not, oh well. So the next topic I want to get into is growth and sacrifice. Can you grow without sacrifice? Do you have to sacrifice something in order for you to grow? Let me know how y'all feel about that one. Hmm. Can you grow without sacrifice? I feel like you're going to... Depends on what you in. I feel like you're going to have to sacrifice something to, to grow. Well, the biggest probably sacrifice for real, time. True. That's going to be your biggest sacrifice that you have to do to succeed in life. You have to give up 10, 12 hours to make to make ends meet. Or, you know what I'm saying? You have to give up your free time to basically to probably work a job and to also try to reach your goal A, goal B, or goal C. So I feel like with growth, you sacrificing time. I mean, I, I totally agree with you. And I'm, I'm just going to speak on myself as a father. Like you say, I have to sacrifice my time because, you know, no matter how many hours I work at work, I still got to come home and put in equal amount of hours into my kids. Mm. And I'm not talking about just playing and, you know, FaceTime, you know, all that. I need to make sure homework is done. Let me make sure their health is right. Yeah. Do they have a good meal? I'm I'm already thinking about the meal tomorrow. Yeah. 
you know, what else do I need to do? What are these bills looking like? Where can I save? You know, so like you say, for growth and all that is growing as a man. Yeah. You know, all of us not fathers, so I'm not going to say growing as a father, as a man. You know, husbands, you know. So, I mean, you hit it on the head, honestly. Yeah, because I remember I told y'all, I think it was the day we did the Gentleman's Brunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, all my classes, I do my homework on Sunday. So instead of doing homework on Sunday, I had to stretch it out and do it Friday and Saturday. So I had to sacrifice basically like me pushing my time aside to do my homework on a different day, you know, just to hang out. Yeah. Because if y'all honestly wouldn't have never takes me the time, I probably wouldn't have went out because I would have homework to do. So, you know. You're notorious <laughs> for doing some, some fraudulent stuff like that. <laughs> but time, time is the biggest sacrifice, like, basically for anything, really. True. And I think another one also, you know, that comes that you have to put right behind time is happiness. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of us do stuff we know it's going to better us in the present. It's going to better us on the long run. But it don't make us happy as far as, like, jobs. Yeah. You know, such as the military. hmm You know, a lot of people use this as a step, in, you know, step of stool, mm-hmm. such as me. You know, I know coming in, I wasn't a, a 20-year person. But I know I had to do this. I know where I was before this. So, I mean, I, I sacrificed my happiness. Not saying, you know... I'm not happy all the time, but if I was to sum up my time in the military, if I can make the same money somewhere else, <laughs> I'd be out with the same benefits. benefits. <laughs> hey, yeah. I wouldn't think twice. I know, right? I handed yeah. uniform in with quickness, yeah. you know? Because I feel like, you know, on the road to growth, you sacrifice just the little things that you used to do. And all them little things probably weren't, you know, conducive with what you try to do moving forward. Mm-hmm. So you sacrifice a lot of that for the greater good of growth because, you know, part of growing is getting rid of those things that keep you stagnant, True. you know, whether it's blowing money at the club, <laughs> you know, or just, you know, frivolous things like that, yeah. that you know, we, we kind of get involved in sometimes. Yeah. So, I, you know, I think, like what you said, I think, you know, time is definitely a big one. But, you know, think about if you just wipe out all the little things you do that really don't mean anything. Yeah. You know, and I, I think with growth also comes discipline because you got to be disciplined in order to let yourself grow. True. Because without discipline – you know, you you all over the place. You're a wild so, man. You're a wild man. But so between time, happiness, and discipline, yeah, that's what make you grow. Yeah, because think about it, man. You know, the road that you know all four of us on. Shout out to Kennedy, by the way. The the road that we on, you know, is it's always something to do. Yeah. Once you get off work, if you really trying to chase it and get it, you always gonna have something to do. You yeah. ain't never gonna have a day off where it's nothing. No you just time off. nothing at all. So unless you just like, you know what, today I'm going to just be lazy. But if you're like, no, nah, I'm going to just go ahead and get it, you yeah. always going to have something to do yeah. around the clock because, you know, the field that we in, it makes you believe that, okay, you good. But, you know, for people who like us, you know, we uncomfortable. So mm-hmm. we want to do more. We want to lie. I got to branch out. I got to do more. I got to get it. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't. I'm cool, but I ain't cool. So I'm going to make sure that I'm growing and I'm going to go ahead and alleviate all that unnecessary stuff I was doing on the road to grow. Yeah. That's all it's about because, man, it's, it's, it's rough. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? I mean, there's no easy road to success. Nah. So if you find an easy road, please let me know out there for any listeners. You bring up a good point. KSDS, HD2, Student Delivery Sound, Microwave Book Culture. With success, does money equal success? Can you have success without having money? Because now that we've grown, you gauge our success off of money, right? 
So if we're not getting money, we're not successful. I mean, you can't necessarily say that. It's it's whatever your goal is at hand. Yeah, okay. My goal may be to feed five thousand people in a small village in Africa. All right, Jesus. Right. So <laughs> shuttles work. You know, <laughs> nah, bro, I'm, I'm just saying, it, and it happens. Yeah. It happens. You got a lot of people. Just look at Tom's. How they mm. take if you every shoe that you turn in right. that goes to Africa. Yeah. So right. you know, their goal may be to put, you know. A thousand pair of shoes on people's feet in Africa. Mm-hmm. If they get that done, and those are free shoes that's being turned back in. Yeah. So I mean, it's stuff like that. And like I say, with food, for example, my dad every year, you know, holds a Christmas dinner for the homeless out there in like this random little field downtown. Mm. And every year he set a goal, you know, and it gets bigger and bigger. First year it was seventy five, last year it was two hundred, and he hit his goal. And you know that's not money, so I, I just feel like it's wherever your goal is at hand. Yeah. You know, and if it involves money, okay, and you hit that goal, you're successful. If it involves food, and however many people you're trying to feed, if you hit it, you're successful. Yeah. You know that's how I look at it. You know, it's wherever your goal is. I agree with that, but I do feel like I feel like money made the world go round. It's a sad thing. But that's just how I feel. So I feel like some in some point, success and money will have to go along. You know what I'm saying? Because you did say that your dad felt fed like 75 to 200 people. That was involving money. It was, was involving. It was involving money. But you gotta think, he spent. There was no profit made. No, it wasn't. But so, at the end of the day, when it comes to that, money didn't make the world go round. His heart made the world go yeah. round. Okay, I agree with that. So Great. I mean. It's different, and I'm not saying you're wrong because I told y'all before. I believe money <laughs> make the world go round. Yeah, yeah spend yeah. and spend and spend. Yeah, but you know, certain stuff, you know, it don't always go back to money. You know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's always tied into money. You know, somewhere along the way. You know, because that's how you really, you know, gauge who you are. Yeah, crossing and pulled up in the the twenty to twenty twenty S seven. He must have money because he he must be successful because look at him. I mean, how you how you getting that if you're not successful? You doing something? You know, yeah. y'all here. We speaking it into existence. Right now. <laughs> y'all here. Yeah, you know, so things like that because, like I said, you know, money does make the world go round, and but, you, we gauge people off of, you know, you successful, and then once you successful, your 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 wardrobe will show it, your, yeah. your car you show it. Sometimes your woman will even show <laughs> it. You know, you went to Zimbabwe or something or. Ethiopia and, and got you a woman with a bone in her nose or something, <laughs> you know. Like uh, I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> something, something legit. And bring her back. Yeah, I just spent about hundred k on her. Yeah. You know? But if if we talking lifestyle, you know, I absolutely agree. You know, money do define your success. You know, because like like you say, wardrobe, cars, houses. Yeah. Some people, you know, like Barry. Barry said his his mentor posted his. PayPal account. He had like a million dollars in the PayPal account. So it's stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Yes. He's successful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? The stuff I wear, the way I'm going to dress my kids is going to be way different. No yeah. more Nike. I mean, we so went. if you're walking down the street and somebody walk right by you, what is what is your first thought? Would you think that he's a millionaire? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, just somebody, just an average Joe person. Well, because we always had preconceived notions. Yeah. You know, so when you see a person, and he let's say he, let's say he wearing something you ain't never really seen before, but it's not flashy though. It's subtle. It's subtle, right. but you know, it's probably like some some Balenciagas you ain't never really seen, or some some real subtle that's gonna look normal to you, but you really ain't gonna pay pay no mind. Balenciaga is not subtle, by the way. Yeah. No, I'm saying, but they're not. But you're not really gonna pay attention. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna look at the shoes, but oh, those different. But you know, you're not gonna know that those are seven, eight hundred dollars shoes or nothing like that. Honestly, you it has to be something that catches my attention. Yeah, not no pair of shoes. Watch. Yeah, a watch, mm-hmm. like a that's, you know a Rolex. Yes, a Rolex. But most of the time, I mean, how when, how when you it, gonna really see a Rolex like that? What? You know right. what I'm saying? Because if but, it's real subtle, you really ain't gonna know if it's a Rolex yeah. or a fossil for real. It's okay. gonna bling a little bit, but Roly just Roly just it caresses the wrist. <laughs> it just it just hugs it. Yeah, like it was a match made yeah. in heaven. Like, because I was at the when I went to Miami. Yeah, I had my headphones on, walking through the airport, walked right by Ed Reed. Didn't oh, even know who he was he for did real. Tell me that. He just looked like an average person, you know, same height as me, had a little scruffy. You know, he had, like, clothes better than mine because, you know, he, he had, like, a little denim outfit on, basically. Didn't really know who he was until I turned back around and looked, and I was like, oh, that that was Ed Reed. Well, right, yeah. like, right by me. And it's, it's crazy you brought up Miami because that's what I was just about to talk about. <laughs> you know, when you was like, what do we see? So, out here in San Diego, uh, and why, like, Paul said Rolex is, you know, jewelry. And then I look at cars. Mm-hmm. I hear, I don't really hear about what I'm finna talk about, you know, down south in, in Florida. Like back home, you can't look at nothing. Yeah. And the reason I say that because Rolex is everybody, everybody wearing fake jewelry these days. Look at Ocho Cinco. What he told you on a little interview. Every piece of jewelry he ever owned was fake. Mm. He, I ain't he hear came, that interview. He came out and said it. He said he never wore real jewelry. Mm. But a lot of people do that because if I got on, I'm not going to walk around with $100,000 around my neck. Yeah, That's that's bad for business. Yeah. So I'm going to get this costume jewelry, dress it's, it up real nice, and then. It's two people. Yeah. It's two kinds of people in this world, though. Go back to the people that just want to be flashy and the people who that just. really got it. Yeah, really well, got I it. I mean, but so if. If I was to get a Roly, am I being flashy? If I like what I like, I can't help that it's flashy. It, I like it. It depends though. If yeah. you got a bust down, you're trying to be flashy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because but, you can't you you yeah. if you can't drive, you can't have a Roly and drive an Impala. Yeah. You gotta have a Roly and drive a Audi. You know, you, you gotta, I'm trying to have yeah. the stars in my ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, but going back to what I said though, like back home, like like I said, everybody went for jury. Then when it comes to the cars. I ain't gonna lie. When you probably in Miami, you probably saw the most foreigns you ever saw in your life. I did. Eighty percent of those ran it and salvage titles. Mm. That's their mm. thing back home. They go to the auction and buy everything from the auction. Be broke and whatever. Yeah. And they send it straight to the shop. When you go back home, you're gonna see so many Benzes, Beamers, Audis, yeah. Infinities. Everything is from the auction. Ain't nobody gonna know. Nobody gonna know. Yeah. You maybe know? the maybe the Rolex came from the pawn shop. They bought they bought the car for hey, five, <laughs> but bought the twenty eights for about eight. Yeah, the rims cost more than the car. Yeah, hey. and you see that you see it a lot back home. You know, <laughs> ain't nothing wrong shop with getting a Rolly from the pawn shop. Pawn shop have real stuff. I mean, they do because they got they, a, they it's certified. They have to yeah. buy real stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm just saying. They but got used Rolex at the nets. They they do. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, how many people actually gonna go out to a Rolex store? 
Oh, no, no. And go buy a $12,000. Put your hand down. I just want to roll it, roll it, Listen, because the Rolex is right now at the next, they got one for six grand. Yeah. Easy. That was like a what, 95 it was? Like a 92. Clean, though. I'm like, President. Heavy. Yeah, nah, real heavy. But yeah, but I'm just saying, like, so say we walking down San Diego downtown and we walk by, let's say, Arthur Blank and Robert Kraft. Right. You don't even know who they re- really is for real. You true. They say the ones that really got it don't, don't show, show it. it. Nah, they don't. They not. They not out here wearing uh, Balenciagas but, or but stuff like that. But my thing is this: they cut from a different cloth than me. If true. I work for it and I want to look a certain way, I'm gonna look a certain you way. You gonna flash it? I mean, if I got a rollie on, my ring, nice suit, am I really being flashy? I ain't saying I got to have a big, you know, the big, <laughs> the big medallion yeah. like Rick Rosby having and 15 chains on me. Nah, because I'm, I'm a subtle guy, but I like, you know, I like having nice pieces. So, yeah, I got a rollie on, got a nice Italian suit or whatever I got on. You know, I'm I'm clean on them. Yeah. But, yeah. I'll go ahead. It's certain material things you are going to flash. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're going to have a... Your, your crib is going to be flashy. Oh, yeah, your crib yeah. is going to be flashy. Your car right. going to be flashy. Yeah. Right. You know, your, out, your, your wardrobe is going to be flashy. You're giving away everything. Yeah. Like, if I was to hit the lotto today, everything in my closet will be gave away. <laughs> mm. And we will start fresh <laughs> with everything that I probably can't even pronounce. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I feel mm. like if I hit the lotto... I wouldn't do that. I still wear simple stuff. You say, I, you say that? No, now, no, no. For real, for real. Because I'm one of them types of per- persons that I wear pullover every day, or Nike sweats every day. It'll be simple, but it'll be new. That's, I, would, that, I like that better. Very new. Yeah, very new. You, I like that you smell like new. That's what it should be. <laughs> the only wear two times new. <laughs> yeah. A pair of forces stepped in the puddle. Give me another one. Gone. Gone. <laughs> so I feel like it's just certain things that certain people want to be flashy. Like you said, Robert Kraft. Or Arthur Blank, you go to their house, yeah, mansion. You get lost in there. You know what yeah. I mean? So just because they don't put their flashiness on them, they putting it in their house, their mm-hmm. cars. They probably going to put it in something you really ain't going to see. Exactly. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Bitcoin. I mean, yeah. yeah. You know, being. Probably being, just drive around in a chauffeur Tahoe or something like but, that. 2017, 18 chauffeur Tahoe. We cooking. <laughs> Microwaveable culture. I don't know what T.Y. just said. Ain't nobody driving a 98 Tahoe. Sibling. I said t- a 2018. Come on, man. Yeah, 98 Tahoe like you. <laughs> uh, KSDS HD2, student delivery sound. We in here cooking. You know, we got 15 minutes left, but we still cooking. You know, we got a, what, we, what, we got a, what we got in the oven, fellas. What we hitting them with tonight? I don't know. Just... Good conversation. Well, That's what well, we're hitting them with. Well, being that it's Thanksgiving, we got the we got a blueberry creme brulee okay. up in the oven. Cranberry. Yeah, all the cranberry sauce. I'm about to make macaroni and cheese on 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 Thursday. <laughs> Hopefully, I don't burn the place down. I ain't got no gas stove though, so I shouldn't. I should be all right. But yeah, so back to you know the flashiness and all of that. But does that make them better than us because they want to be subtle and we want to be flashy? Like, why do we feel the need to be flashy? Because we ain't never had it before. Took it right out of my mouth. But is that, <laughs> but I mean, uh, but I feel like you're right because we never had it before. Yeah. But we need to act like we've it's, been there before. It's also this generation, though. But, you know, not, not to cut you off real quick, but like you say, we never had it. Yeah. So why you think when we get all these athletes, first thing they do, buy chains. Yeah. They, have, they have chains and watches on at the draft. Yeah. Yeah. They ain't even bought their mama house yet, but they got a, a bust down on their wrist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because they ain't never had nothing. I just saw um, 
the Miami Hurricanes running back, the star running back that's hurt right now. Walton. 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 They just showed him purchase a Rolex. Yeah. Well, what money? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, don't don't remember. Hey, you remember how do you you remember how do you used to get down? Do you hey. remember uh, Shapiro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so you remember Shapiro, the dude, the booster that had people coming to his house and oh, all of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, I mean, it blew my mind. You yeah. Know? I'm like, okay, he ain't I, even made it yet. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I had a homeboy. He played college football, and uh, he basically like, I went to a game. I stayed the weekend. And he basically just put me on game on how how the stuff worked down there. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, between the handshakes or you know these people in college living living in two story houses, they're not even paying no rent for real. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Driving driving cars. How you gonna drive uh, at that time? I think it was like 2011. They driving a 2010 Charger, let's say, or Mustang or something like that. How you driving that? And you in college off of. Pell grants for real, you know what I'm saying? But you complain that you ain't really getting no money. But but you you know it's crazy. I got a homeboy. He uh went full scholarship, football scholarship and academic scholarship to uh University of Florida, yeah, uh, Sam Barrington. And he told me one day he came home, he said, you know, bro, I don't know why so many college players complain. He said we get money. He said everything is free. Yeah. If you first of all, he was already there on an academic scholarship. Yeah. Everything is already paid for. So now he getting his full Pell Grants in his pocket. Yep. That's at least 5000 5000 He getting his full scholarship in his pocket. Mm-hmm. And then, not to mention, if you smart, all them other little scholarships you can get just by writing papers and stuff. Yeah. You know, it's stuff like that. And he told me straight up, he said, we don't get paid, but we do get paid. Yeah. You know, so you got a lot of players out there that's just greedy, you know, which when it comes to money, everybody's greedy. <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, yeah. you you ain't lying about that one. Yeah, it, it's true. That's that's what he told me. He was like, "We get paid," and he was the same way. He had it's crazy. He brought it up. He had like the brand new charger. Yeah, when it when it came out, it's some people know? that's humble that really might not take that handshake though. Yeah, because I I know somebody who was in college and I he was driving a beat down. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's and it, it be true. Sam, yeah. my homeboy, had a boost and everything from the Hurricanes. He chose his. Um, signing night. Yeah, he chose South Florida over Miami. Yeah, everything could have had everything handed to him, but he ain't wanted that way. Little do I know, his dad was already a millionaire in Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> his daddy got his own crane, the only crane company in Nigeria. Ugh. Yeah, he got his face on money then. Yeah, got <laughs> billboards. Man, so I was God. like, okay, yeah, I see why you made that decision. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it's right. it's some of them that. Get out, like let's say some of them that don't make it. At the end of the day, they hurt. They are. They hurt more than the ones that actually make it. And the reason why, because they didn't take school serious. Yeah, no. That 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 be the 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 main reason yeah. because they majored in general studies, physical education. <laughs> now they gotta go back home and be a PE teacher. Yeah. <laughs> but I do want to throw something out here before we, you know, wrap everything up. I do want to throw something else out there. So I just feel like, with that being said, I feel like high school should get you better prepared with life. You know, take a finance class, take a, you know, mm. a real estate class because not a lot of people are going to go to college. Not a lot of people, you know, nobody wants to go to the military. That that got to be a last resort. So why doesn't <laughs> you know high school set you up for okay, yo? take this course, you know, you'll get three credits for it or whatever, 
Finance it. Get you some financial literacy. Know some, how the system works. Some of them are starting work. to do that now. Yeah. Some of them are starting to infiltrate, uh, I mean, put in uh, trades. Yeah. It might not be trades that you want to do, yeah. like finance. That's a good one. Like yeah. I said, I in my senior year, we took a whole basically second semester learning about Dave Ramsey financing. By the way, shout out Dave Ramsey if you. Wow, that ain't the first time you. If you that, ever maybe. get that book, that's a good book to read about finance. So, we we learned about that. How many people took it seriously though? Probably not even half the class because they slept through the whole class. Yeah. But you know, we got some people that learn work ethics because we in my high school we had a GE come yeah. in and we we built parts for GE, mm. and they gave us probably like at the end of the month we probably got like maybe sixty dollars. You know what I'm saying? It look gas money yeah. in your pocket. You in high school, but it's some some schools that starting to infiltrate where they do send people off to college yeah. and getting hat working on associates. Yeah, they they do. And uh, same with Jacksonville. Actually, back home, I was telling Kennedy and Lockett this: certain high schools offer you certain stuff. So, like um, Phelps H and three, you know, her the high school she went to, you can graduate a certified CNA. Mm. The brother, the school my brother, my little brother went to Reball. You can graduate with associates in finance. Yeah, Frank H. Peterson. You graduate and you already gonna complete Fire Academy. Mm. So that's that's what they do back home. Like it's it's another part of like the Madnet program. Yeah, that we have, yeah. and different high schools offer different stuff. So, I mean, certain schools do do it, but like you say. Who take it serious? Nobody. People just want to get out, or people want to be mm-hmm. that dope boy. Exactly. In high school, everybody want to call with rims on. <laughs> yeah. You know, because you can't, stars. you can't see your life in ten years, man. You, you don't look at it, especially not being eighteen. Nah. How many people actually see nah. themselves like ten years down the road at the but, age of seventeen, eighteen? But the whole thing about it is, that's where we need to do a complete three sixty. That's where the old folks should help you out. I mean, yeah, but. I, not so much the old people because, you know, if I'm a young 18-year-old dude and I don't really respect OGs like that because at 18, I can't really say I really respected them. I mean, I did, but, you know, what they say maybe going one ear and out the uh, other. Well, let's not just say old heads. Let's say the people that's freshly out of high school, you know what I'm saying, that's really not doing nothing with their lives, you know what I'm saying? They should they should teach the ones that's still hanging around high school, you know what I'm saying? You know what the problem is, too, though? I feel like the problem is they can't see it. So you telling me about it, that don't do nothing for me. But if I can see it, then that's doing something for me. True. You know, show me, yeah, this is what I work for. This is what I do. And then, okay, you know, you can aspire. You could do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, you know, we visual people. We want to see. We don't want to hear. I mean, that's all fine and dandy. But if I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel, then why am I in the tunnel? Like, why am I running this yeah. race if I can't see the finish line? But also back in, back at home. They rather teach people the game of drug dealing before they teaching people the game of something else. Because teaching the people the game of the streets than teaching people colleges or stuff like that. Like I try it's to, easy. Yeah. But and also too, you gotta look at who doing the teaching. We already we all either in college or in another city. A lot of people leave their city yeah. and try to go make it somewhere else. So uh, right. you got a drug dealer coming up to you saying, Hey, don't take the route I touch y'all. You know, take a different route, go to school. Yeah. But at the same time, right behind him, you looking at his 2019 <laughs> F-150 on 30s. Yeah. You want it his way. Yeah. See, exactly. And that's what it yeah. is. So you want it, you telling him, yeah, don't do what I did. 
But you you look you yeah. looking at he yeah. looking at the the F one fifty up on thirties. He looking at you as success. Yes. He he know right now if he asks for a hundred dollars and show you a report card, he gonna get that hundred. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how he want to be. You know he don't want to do nothing that's gonna take long term. You know right. he he looking at you with that microwavable lifestyle. Mm. Right. And that's what he want. He want quick money, fast money, mm. and that's how everybody get caught up in the game. That's how, and you got some people that go to school just because their parents want them to. Mm. College ain't meant for everybody. That's it's not, not. It's not at all. So yeah. it's other things out there. You know, trades. Exactly. And you know, shout out to my father. He he told me about trades, but I'm not gonna lie. I was pressured into going to school by by my mother and by you know many more family members. Mm-hmm. But if I would just listen, you know, to to myself. I'd probably be a fireman right now as we speak. Yeah. You know, but life is trial and error. So I learned my lesson, you know. But if I was to give anyone advice, follow your heart. And anything that's meant to be isn't going to come overnight. No. Nah. You have to work for it. You have to work for it. And that's why I really, you know, shout out to Hall. Believe in this microwavable culture because it's true. Microwavable culture is today's society. For real. And I just look at my brother. Every and like you I'm glad y'all brought up football. When college football players go to these schools, they freshman year, everybody looking like, I can't wait to make it to the NFL. Yeah. No matter what school you at, D three because it's happening these days. You got D three players being drafted. Yeah. So they only thinking about football, not education, none of that. Because and not to cut you off. No, you can because you think about it. I'm going to the league. What I need education for. Exactly. But mm-hmm. I get chopped down at the knees, and if, you know, my, my body ain't good to nobody no more, I ain't got nothing else to fall back on. Yeah. Exactly. But they don't they don't tell you that. So education, you know, or money, you know, I mean, there you go. Kind of like money or morals because <laughs> a lot of people will say, yeah, I'm going to go to the league because I want to get it now, I want to get it fast. And yeah. then I don't know, you know, the Lord blessed me with the ability to jump higher, run faster than the True. next man. So I might as well go use my God-given ability to get what I want. Now, the only thing I hate about education, the only thing that bothers me. You got to pay got, for it. You got not only that, but you got some people who go for five years. Yeah. Go and get that degree and get out and can't find a job. Right. I feel like if you do, I don't care how many years it take you to get that degree. If you go and get that bachelor's, that job should be guaranteed. No matter what level you come in at, right. but you should be guaranteed a job. I know some people got two bachelors working at McDonald's. I, I said this, by the way. You did. Yeah, you, did. <laughs> you did. You spoke yeah. on it on one of the shows I wasn't nah, on. No, it wasn't a show. It was in the group it message. Was in the message. Yeah. We, we low-key snooze. Shout out to T.Y. <laughs> we low-key snooze. You know, it's, I, I hate that, and it yeah. bothers me so much. that yeah, Because, and then... If you can't run higher than the next man, or you know, and what are you subjected to? You're you know, supposed to outsmart them. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like you, you, because, I feel like at some point you need to find out your talent. Like you said, school you know, wasn't your talent. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe a trade was. Yeah. So at what point do life put you in a situation that you need to find out that I need to find my talent? I need to know that man. School ain't for me. I need to do something else. Oh man, I'm I'm good working with my hands. Maybe I should work in a. But it's trial and error, so you won't it, know until you get yeah. 
put in that, you know. And then I feel like, man, we at the age where all of us should be doing what we want to do, not what we have to do. Because if I ain't, ain't, listen, ain't nobody in this room right now want to be a bricklayer to make ends meet. (laughs) Ain't nobody trying to do no manual labor. Welch. (laughs) Yeah, like, come on, man. Like, you got to give yourself an opportunity, man. You got to, you got to shoot. You can't. Yeah, that that brick laying, uh, uh, what carpenter, uh, uh, what a blacksmith, like you making swords, like what you doing? You yeah. don't want to do that because at the end of the day, if the conversation isn't millions, then what are we doing? You know, we we didn't have thousands, we didn't blue money. We, if you calculate all the money you didn't had in your lifetime, you probably close, if not mm-hmm. surpassing a million dollars, like yeah. flat out. True. You know, so you just need to find your niche, man. I mean, because and then it make it seem like. You know, well, with social media being the way it is, you always hear stories like, yeah, my man went to, like, what, Denzel Washington said, yeah, I was flunking out of college, didn't know where I was going to do. Uh, he said, I talked to a woman at a, a hair salon that my mom worked at, and she said, you're going to travel the world, you're going to be great. Mm. Yeah, and y'all know Denzel. So, oh, yeah. with that being said, they make it seem like, you know, you can't get it without college because don't won't nobody take you serious. You get the piece of paper, then conversations start being a little different. Then you go walk into that room full of men with ties and you know ascots like TYB saying and then they really paying you attention because look I'm on paper I'm solid yeah mm-hmm. so the only reason why you're not gonna take me serious is probably because the, the the color of my skin mm-hmm. let's be honest so before we get out of here fellas when it's all said and done what's your biggest fears man we, we you know when when they throwing dirt in your face what's one thing that you 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 just fear the most when it's all said and done <sighs> I'll let you go because that's a hard one when it's, when it's all said and done, what like is, life period. Yeah, what, what is one thing that your biggest fear that, that, you know, when your life right now, one of your biggest fears? Um, I, I say I, it's an experience I actually went through, you know, with my father. Um, not being able to provide for my family. That is a, a fear, you know. That's why... Honestly, I haven't made a decision whether I'm going to get out or stay in. Right. Because that's that fear that's lingering over my head. Like, if I get out today, right? how will I be able to provide? So, with that, do you think that the military hold that fear over you? Of course. Yes. I, I wouldn't even say that, though. It's, um, the military got something to do with it. But at the same time, it's like right now with all my bills, if I get out, can I find a job that's going to pay me? around the same as much that I'm making right now. Yeah. So it's kind of like a stability issue that I'm dealing with, which is causing that fear because I can easily get out, find something paying me around like 40, but 40 going to keep my head above water. Mm. You know, Fair. that's that's a starting out job, you know. Yeah. Well, I got my CDLs now, so <laughs> sky's the limit. Yeah. But, oh, so you you got it. Oh yeah. That was last hey, week. Hey, yeah. hey, you ain't telling him. You know, he working overtime. I told you, man. <laughs> hey, shout out, man. I see you making The devil money. is only nine to five. God putting in 70. <laughs> I see you making money moves over there. Yeah, yeah you know. I, I, wish I, I wish I had that Bodak Yellow I throw that on for you right now. Okay. You know, making money moves, you know. But. Yeah. Um, for me, fearing not being to provide for my, you know, my children. I got two, one away, and my future wife. Tomorrow she'd be miscrossing. So, the what now? Tomorrow. Hey, you know. Hey man, you hold on. PSA. You know, you tired of your friends <laughs> saying they really your friends and with, withholding information and game. 
I gave, no, hey. Don't be kicking it <laughs> with Willie Bean, man, because he holding everything. I he gave ain't it told to us the, nothing. It was a surprise. I gave it to the world. That ain't no surprise. I gave the, it to the world. world. Man, cut it out. Hey, hey that's something you're supposed to let, nah. let the boys hey, know, man. Hey, hey. Hey. Little do you know, I cut your mic off. So you, ain't, <laughs> you ain't give it to nobody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, God, God working. Nah, hey, man, the blessings, man, blessings. Like I said, I ain't never seen you this happen before, Cross. Yeah. So, you know. I feel like my biggest fear, I ain't got no no, no kids or nothing right now. You so. still got fears, though. I, no, I'm talking about, like, as far as yeah. providing for my kids yeah. or something like that. But I, I feel like like a sense of failing. Mm. So, like, you can fall. You know, it just depends on how you get back up right. on that fight. But just to keep falling. Right. Because mm. I've been low. I've been without a job, you know, on, on uh, unemployment. At the age of 18, I was on unemployment. So I, I know how I feel, but to to just go beyond that, that's something I never want to do again. And that that was a low point in my life, really. Oh, let me ask you a question real quick. So what if you was to fall back? So say you get out, right, and you can't find a job. You're back on deployment. How, I mean, back on under unemployment. How, how could you handle that? I mean, I, f- I know I got a sense of a family where they can support me until I get back on my feet. Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm one of the ones of persons that's uh, basically going to hustle. Yeah. Not not a sense of street hustle, but like a sense of like I'm going to go out and, and put in applications nonstop until I find a job. But yeah. if I got out right now and I didn't have nothing going for me, that that's a low point right now. Yeah. So I guess it will be in the sense of providing for myself. Mm-hmm. But, like, right now, I'm in just a situation right now where, you know, I basically ain't got a want for nothing right now. Mm-hmm. I have no kids to provide for. I'm in a situation where I'm just in a happy medium, with, not with my job, but in the sense of, like, the pay grade that I'm in. Yeah. So. You're in a different tax bracket, my brother. I ain't in no tax you bracket. You got, like, eight females. uh so I say my, my biggest fear is, shout out to T.Y., the most faithful man I know right here, you know, Bishop Bolden, he going to make an appearance probably what, I want to say sometime next week. But uh, I say my biggest fear is not giving myself a chance to fail, you know, not mm. putting myself in the game, you know, saying that, uh, well, you know, he didn't do it, so I know I can't do it. I want to be in a position to be great. I want to I want to fail big. I want to show up and show the world what I can do and then let them tell me, "Okay, well, you good, but you need to go ahead and critique it." But if I don't show up, then I'm just failing myself. So, I would say that's my biggest fear is not putting myself in a position to really to really fail, you know, cuz how do you know what you're able to do if you don't even show up? You got to show up to see what you can do. Have you ever been in a situation where you failed before? Uh, yeah. I mean, my so now where I'm at, I think different now than I did before I joined the military. So, you know, I, I hit some lows. But I don't know. I can't say I really didn't show up because I didn't know what I really had inside me at the time. Yeah. If I was the man I am now then, yeah, conversation different. But, you know, everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. So it happened right on time and everything like that. So, you know, but I definitely say that's, that's my biggest fear because if I win, then the whole team wins. Yeah. You know, so son is taken care of. He don't want for nothing. And another biggest fear I have is my son coming to me and I ain't got it. I remember I used to ask my dad for stuff. He ain't have it. You know, and I don't never want to be that guy like, oh, yeah, son, uh, 
Yeah, I ain't get paid. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I hate that because yeah. I just feel like you got 365 days a year to make it happen. Why are you? Why are you broke? You broke because you want to be broke. You ain't your money ain't working for you because you didn't take the time out to read. You didn't sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You weren't disciplined to help yourself grow. So there you go. So you you guys got anything else to say? Yeah. Crossing you, you got a Maybach parked out back. You got the S six hundred because you just full of secrets tonight. <laughs> not not yet. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody and um, fry your turkeys. Don't bake them. And if you fry <laughs> and if you fry your turkeys, thaw it out. Don't put a frozen turkey in a metal cylinder. Bad for business. Bad bad, bad business. Don't, don't do it inside. Okay, everybody know that. <laughs> Some people don't know that. Right. Trust don't, me. Don't be using canola oil. Use peanut oil when you fry your turkeys, please. Tastes different. Cut from a different cloth is what he's saying. T.Y., why you got anything to say? Uh, just radio silence for the next five days. Nah, you. nah. <laughs> Just a uh, happy holidays to everybody out there. You know, if you're listening, once again, thank you for listening. Shout out to Crossing, you know, for these major moves again, not telling nobody. Not, nah. Hey, hey, they go back. Hey, don't tell move, them everything. Move in silence. Don't you know, tell don't, them everything. Don't tell everybody nothing. I, yeah. just, I just found out myself this week. <laughs> I didn't even know I was. Well, when the divorce came in last week, we already knew what time it was. Like you said, bow that yellow. I mean, money moves. Money moves. moves. But it's a, it's a love move. It's a life move, you know. Shout out to Nyla. Should be here in April. That's dope, man. That's dope. Daddy of three. Hey, man, that's 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 crossing for you right there, man. Family, man. If I ever if I ain't never seen one before, but you know we all blessed to be here on this platform and you know share our experiences with the listeners out there. Hopefully, you guys appreciate what we give to you. You know, and, and shout out. I'm pretty sure Lisa is listening. Shout out to Josie. The devil tried to get me today. <laughs> the devil tried to get me, but I'm not going to let the devil get me. So stop. Stop stop writing me. Hey, you you heard him. Microwavable culture. Hey, so and for the listeners out there, we appreciate you guys for making, you know, microwavable culture number one, you know, radio station. You know, I'm speaking it up right now because, I mean, who gives y'all what we give y'all? Nobody. You know, you can't get, you can't get this from – Power 106, Power 97, uh, uh, Breakfast Club. You know, shout out to the Breakfast Club, but they ain't doing what we do. We bringing another element to the table right Yeah, they bringing celebrities. Yeah. Let yeah. us get Dave East in here, and yeah. then let's talk. Yeah. yeah, hey, shout out to Dave East if you're listening. You know, phone jumping, video was nice. Hey, yeah, <laughs> on the way. So, fellas, yo, happy Thanksgiving, everybody out there. Be safe. Uh, make smart decisions. Don't drink and drive. And... Um, don't have no dry stuffing too. That's a hazard. That's a choking hazard. Don't do that. That's 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 bad for business. If it's Put the dry, gravy on it. Yeah, just don't Give cook me the gravy it. At yeah, that. yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. So on a Tuesday night, it's been a pleasure. Uh, appreciate you guys for rocking with us as usual, and we're just gonna keep giving you that microwavable talk, that microwavable culture, and keep hitting y'all with scenarios that y'all never thought was possible. How y'all think in a different way? So with that being said, hold on, we're going home. We going home and. Drake is also going home. So, Microwavable Culture, KSDS, HD2, Student Delivery Sound. I'm your host, Darren Hall. My co-host. Willie Beam and Mr. Tell It All. And T-Y-T-Y. And uh, shout out to Kennedy. I don't know if you're listening or anything, Kennedy. but, you know. Sh- sh- yeah, it is Kennedy. You know, uh, <laughs> I got the Mustang parked out back. You know, get your pen and paper ready. So, hold on. We going home, and we out.
Get up. 